So this whole conversation, what take, took place at the Capitol, really does come home. There's a big Indiana story in here. There's an Indiana story that we had some member of Congress uh, challenge uh, the electoral votes. We heard from Congressman Jim Banks, who challenged in Pennsylvania. That was, a, I believe, a proper challenge. There's nothing unconstitutional about the challenges at all and in any way. I get that people say there is, but of course there wasn't. There just wasn't. It's, how, how could it have been? You've got the law, you've got the counting, you're allowed to challenge electors, and that's what happened. Of course we have, because of political parties, uh, right, uh, some people unwilling to take a look at problems within this election. But then you've got uh, the people who are unwilling to recognize a consistent thread of how we should be and treat each other. You know, I said yesterday that one of the biggest things is that the right thinks the left is wrong and the left thinks the right is evil, right? Uh, that, that, that's been an issue going on for years. And one of the other things that happens is the enabling of violence for some, when no violence should be promoted in, in that way. We saw this, well, all across the country during the riots of Black Lives Matter and, of course, Antifa. In Indianapolis... Two men pulled a gun on a car, on a, on a pickup truck. Oh, they were going to run us over. No one was going to run you over. You were blocking traffic. They tried to go by. You pulled weapons. They tried to drive around you. You ran over to stop them. It's on you. When I pointed this out in a video that was on the Indy Star, over, over at the Indy Star, and I just, I reposted the video, not a bit of editing, I was referred to by a Black Lives Matter group, a suspected white supremacist. That's just adorable. You see, that's the kind of thing that people of all stripes should say, hey, I might not agree with Tony on his politics, but that's just wrong. No, no one said a word. They were super quiet. Super quiet. Which is why I've been very shocked to see that the Indiana Democratic Party has so much to say. John Zodi, the outgoing chairman, has got so much to say. They've got a statement. Guys, the Indiana Democratic Party, the IDP statement on the domestic terrorist attack on the United States of America. Now, they've never used the words domestic terrorist attack on anything having to do with what took place all across the country. They, they use it now. Nothing has been more difficult than witnessing an era of American politics where one political party time and again chipped away at the pillars of our democracy just so they could win office and hold power. It's exactly how many conservatives and Republicans uh, and Americans feel about the Democratic Party. I, I could go both ways. What's worse, I never imagined the Republican Party would go so go as far as to protest the results of a presidential election and incite what today resulted in a domestic terrorist attack against the United States. Uh, he's making the claim that um, Jackie Walorski, Congresswoman, um, is is guilty, and that Mike Braun is is guilty of what took place. And this is being aided and abetted by pseudo intellectuals like James Briggs at the Indy Star, who has who has decided, hey, the only way I'm, I'm going to get any readership whatsoever behind the paywall is to be as radical as possible. All right, man, make your money, baby. D do what you got to do. But you know what I noticed about the Indiana Democratic Party and this statement they put out? In their press releases, they don't have a single statement on May 31st. They've got a statement on June 1st. It's not from 
John Zodi. It's from the vice chairwoman, uh, Cordelia Lewis Burks. My prayers and condolences go out to the family of George Floyd. May the memories of his life sustain them in this time uh, of, of loss. Change starts at the ballot box, but it does not end there. We achieve progress on school boards and with civilian review boards and in classrooms and corporate boardrooms. That's their statement. That's, uh, we may agree or disagree on, on the statement, but that, that, that's fine. But it was May 31st when the reporting went out that two people were killed after multiple shootings were reported in downtown Indianapolis. There's not a statement. There's no statement on the Indem's website when you look at the media section. It goes from a, a statement about uh, George Floyd to uh, Chairman John Zodi's statement on the nomination of Christina Hale, who lost uh, that election, to um, extending no-fault absentee voting on the general election. There's no statement. Two people died in Indianapolis, and the Democratic Party of Indiana said nothing. Now, so we're clear, one person was shot in the Capitol and killed. That means double the number were killed in Indianapolis for two nights of rioting, and your entire party didn't say a damn word, and you want to lecture? I have said long before, John Zodi, that you're the reason this party is so terrible. You might be a nice guy, family man. I, I, I don't know you in that way, but sure. Why would I ever think otherwise? But you're a terrible leader. And now you're a fraud. You call out violence because violence is wrong. That's what you're supposed to do. Destruction of property, let's be at least more clear. Destruction of property is wrong. Setting fire to banks is wrong. Ruining downtown Indianapolis is wrong. And you and your party said nothing. But you got something to say over here? Why didn't your backyard matter to you? Why are you selective in your outrage? And why would anybody follow you for it? Oh, I'm sorry. Did this take a lot to figure out? All I did was a little bit of research. You people said ungats. And now you want me to somehow take the brunt and me and us and we to feel that we're terrible people. Look what we aided and abetted. We've been the people decrying the violence and saying it should stop. We're the people who want to know if the IMPD were told to stand down on Friday night and if they were told to stand down on Saturday night. Where was the National Guard activated on a, on a Sunday? It's a bit late for that. We're the people who said rebuild Indianapolis. You know what we get told? Again, uh, from the Indy Star, oh, you're boarding up for the election. You're sending a bad signal. We can't trust the Democratic mayor, Joe Hogsett. We can't trust the Democratic Indian, uh, Indianapolis City County Council. They're too busy painting on the street as opposed to rebuilding the city. They paint pictures. They don't fix potholes. We've been talking about this for months, and your ears have been deaf, and your mouths have been silent. You are not wrong to take a look at what happened in the Capitol and say, this is beneath us. This shouldn't happen. But that you make it 
in this political way as opposed to taking a look at America and what is happening and how we can do better. You are the problem. Aided and abetted by guys at the Indy Star, mind you. And then you put out through your Baghdad Bob spokesperson on in emails, oh, Joe Donnelly has this to say, and oh, look at how the treasonous Republicans are acting here. There's a reason you can't win statewide election. There's a reason you should be discarded because you are unwilling to engage in all of it. I only hope that your replacement, John Zodi, is willing. You have done Indiana massive disservice and your party has failed the basic humanity test. Maybe they'll do better going forward.